You're listening to Super Yacht Radio. Welcome to Super Yacht Radio and welcome to our second show that we are discovering some of the amazing food from Finland. I am so enjoying this series. I have got to discover so many incredible foods and coming up in the next hour, we are going to be discovering a lot more. I'm joined here by Tita Utivasanen, who is, as many of you know in the industry, um, well known for TUVYC and also has set up the fabulous Supia Foodie. Tita, lovely to have you here again. Thank you, Meg. It's always lovely to be co-hosting with you. Uh, we are like partners nowadays, aren't we? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and, you know, working from um, life after yachting to life in yachting and eating the very best of food <laughs> for this series. Oh, yeah, be- very best of food from Finland. Yes, so uh, thank you very much and welcome to all our guests today. Uh, do we first start with uh, Lili Lettovori, who joins us from uh, uh, from Business Finland, uh, from Food from Finland program. And uh, I will give the speech over to Lili to, and, and Maeve to talk about the sustainable, healthy superfoods of Finland. Hi, Lily. Oh, hello. And thank you, Maeve and Titta, for having us here today. Well, I, I have to say that pleasure is truly mine. I have been discovering so many wonderful things about um, Finnish food. And, and really, I, you know, before the show began, we were chatting and I was saying, in some ways, you know, we've, I've seen in the yachting world, there's been a lot of talk about Norway being, you know, so ecologically advanced with electric ferries. And as I discover about Finnish food, I believe Finland has really been in the forefront of sustainable, clean, um, nature best food. So, uh, you know, but can you fill me in on, on the kind of background to Finnish food and, and why it's in the forefront in many ways, you know, with uh, low amounts of antibiotics, low amounts of pesticides, um, and some of the cleanest groundwater in the world. Oh, sure. Um, Well, Finland is known, as you said, for its uh, pure nature, lakes, also green forests, clean air, northern lights in the winter, and midnight sun in the summertime. And Finland is also ranked for very high for its happiness, innovations, food safety and sustainability. And I think these are really also uh, the factors that make Finnish food unique. And as an example of the pure nature, I could mention the best quality groundwater reserves and the purest water in the world ranked by UNESCO. So this gives really a unique competitive advantage, especially for our water, alcohol and other beverage companies. And because of the midnight sun and the very short but intensive growing season with 24 hour sunlight in the summer, the Finnish ingredients get this quite unique and delicious taste. 
But now I could talk a little bit more about the sustainability, which is a really important focus area for Finland and Finnish food producers. So this week, Finland was ranked as number one by the UN about the progress in reaching the sustainable development goals. And this was a very positive news, but of course, there's still a huge work to be done. But uh, the actors in the Finnish uh, food chain are very committed to achieving, achieving the climate goals. And many of the food export companies are already carbon neutral or even carbon negative. And the whole Finnish food industry aims to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 75% till 2035. And um, should I still continue or? Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of, a, you know, it's interesting when you say dates, because very often I have to say I groan when I hear it's going to be 2050, you know, 2035, that's 14 years away. That's actually, you know, a, a, an achievable, I would think an achievable time frame, but one that will have the impact because it means that you're already moving that direction. Uh, yes, exactly. And what is also an interesting fact is that uh, the use of renewable energy in the food industry in Finland is very high compared to the rest of the Europe. And um, well, the clear focus in the Finnish food chain is in the well-being of the environment, people and animals. And because of our harsh climate and cold winters, the need for pesticides is very low. And that's also one of the reasons why the food coming from Finland is pure and healthy. Because you what is also bugs all winter long. <laughs> but, exactly. You know, it's sort of the natural <laughs> pesticide. How fabulous. <laughs> yes, exactly. And what I would also like to mention, what is important is that our uh, poultry farms are antibiotic free since 2009. And the use of antibiotics for other farm animals is among the lowest in Europe. Which so, um, can I just ask, does that mean yeah. like when you go to the supermarket, I mean, for us, there's a tiny range in most of Europe, there's a tiny range of, say, for example, chicken you can buy that, you know, isn't doesn't have antibiotics. The, the majority of chicken in France and Spain will be if you're lucky, it's free range. But throughout Finland, there are no antibiotics used in chicken. Exactly. So the Finnish producers of poultry, so their products are totally antibiotic free. Um, and then maybe about the packaging, which is also an important aspect in the sustainability. So um, um, there we have a lot of uh, innovations in sustainable packaging. For example, this uh, Fatser, which is one of the largest uh, food producers in Finland. So they have created a package for bread which has been made of the side streams of the oats that they use. So oh, I find fabulous. that very uh, interesting and exciting um, innovation. So, um, uh, but as a whole, Finland is striving to become the first country in the world to have a completely transparent, safe and responsible food chain. And it, you know, it, it sounds, it's not just, you know, we, we've talked with the reindeer farmers last time, but it's, it's not just looking at, it seems that you're looking at the whole cycle of sustainability. You know, we think of sustainability being let's not make plastics, but actually I've learned sustainability is much bigger.
bigger, broader concept of that. It's from welfare, how the the you know produce are made. We were talking beforehand about the amount of natural and wild food that is in Finland that even though it may not be stamped organic, it is naturally organic all the way down to the packaging. Um, it sounds like the whole concept of sustainability from, from start to finish has been considered in trying to progress this. Um, yes, exactly. So Finland is very ambitious in this uh, sustainability. And I think the advantage that we have in Finland is the, the trust that we have for each other. So we can develop these um, processes and uh, the sustainability together. So uh, the companies trust the, the government and uh, they also work together uh, with the same, same goal. And we also have um, quite developed like ICT systems. So of course we want to build this data-based uh, system that the whole food chain is um, like data-driven uh, that we can sh really show um, from, from the farm really to the consumer that it's totally transparent and safe and responsible. So you can trace it back, you know, each step and show the process from from farm to plate. Exactly. Fantastic. And um, one of the, I, I do love the fact, and I mentioned this the last time, you know, the Finnish people are voted happiest in the world. And now as I'm discovering about food, it certainly is obvious, but um, there also seems that it is a culturally, as you were sort of saying as well, but culturally there is, a natural drive for healthy, sustainable foods. I have noticed, you know, with many of our guests, one of their big things is they buy local, you know, that they're buying from closed sources. Um, so it would seem that this is part of a way of living in Finland as well. Yes, you're right there. I think we Finns are quite passionate about our pure, natural and healthy food. And maybe I could start with um, oats, since I think about every Finn has grown up with the morning porridge made of oats. And these Finnish um, oats are super healthy and actually one of the cornerstones of both the Finnish cuisine and also the food industry. And we are actually the second largest exporter of oats in the world. Amazing. And then we have these uh, wild foods from the forest. So I think the forest is somehow our living room and restaurant at the same time. So we <laughs> like to spend time in the forest in relaxing and picking the berries, mushrooms and other gifts of the forest. So we have um, yeah, a lot of berries and the wild blueberries, they are called bilberries and lingonberries are maybe the most uh, common ones. But uh, cloudberry is also something special. It's this yellow berry, which has a very uh, delicate taste. And then we have the trees uh, in the forest. And for example, birch um, and the birch sap, which is tapped directly from the birch tree. And is like a perfect um, drink after like a sauna or exercise. 
Is it like a, I mean, is it like a maple syrup, a diluted maple syrup kind of thing? Exactly, even though it's not that sweet, uh, the maple syrup, but it comes directly from from the tree uh, in the springtime. And um, well, this birch water, you know, it's very regenerating and it could actually become the next coconut water if we can, you know, get the message and the story behind, behind it through. And then there's also this uh, shaga mushroom, which is uh, growing on the, on the birch tree. And this is considered as a very trendy superfood at the moment. Then we have yeah, many other, um, you know, these um, jewels of the, of the forest, like spruce sprouts, which are these light green tips of the spruce tree. So they are also very, very healthy and um, Finns like to also pick them up um, in in the summer when they start to grow. Wow, I, I, you truly do mean the Finns are great at going to the forest to find food. <laughs> I think we're a bit more limited here in Ireland to blackberries and a few wild mushrooms. But um, one of the other um, things I think is really important in um, modern living is that we have a lot more specialty diets as well. You know, myself and Tita are both gluten-free. I know from living in France, it can be very limiting being gluten-free, but there's been a huge rise in gluten-free products, lactose-free, um, which many of our guests have included in their products too. And of course, the vegan and vegetarian versions. And, um, you know, it, it is interesting to see as well that gluten-free has also become a, a more common way of living in Finland. Oh, yes, sure. Uh, I think, as I mentioned in the beginning, so uh, Finland is uh, very strong in innovations and we just like to solve problems. <laughs> and I think this might be the reason that we have such a wide range of these free from foods in Finland, like you mentioned, this lactose-free, milk-free, gluten-free, additive-free, sugar-free, meat-free products. And the Finns actually, uh, I just read this this week, that the Finns have the highest per capita consumption of gluten-free products in Europe. And uh, in the supermarkets um, and also in other stores, we really have a great um, offering of gluten-free foods and it's not only the people who have the celiac uh, disease but also people just who just want to feel better so they prefer to eat gluten-free products and of course during the past years we have seen many inspiring innovations um, especially in the plant-based <clears throat> vegan foods which is marvelous because i have to say one of the biggest challenges you know for many and this certainly is for yacht chefs on board and, and you know, as they're trying to f- figure menus, is in the past, the choices have been limited or the gluten-free uh, choices have been gluten-free, but not necessarily healthier. And I think that is the big difference as we, you know, develop uh, better products is making things that are really tasty, but not just gluten-free, but healthier, you know, using rye or gluten-free oats, or um, as I I noticed one of our guests have carrots and hemp seeds and flax seeds and all these other um, grains 
that we can eat that are very good for us, very tasty, but still full of flavor. Wonderful. Well, Lily, thank you so much for just a, a little introduction, um, because we have some fabulous products to share um, today with a number of different guests. We're going to um, focus first about, because as, as we said at the start of the show, about groundwater in Finland. And our next guest is producing a very, very fabulous water. Tita, will you introduce us to our next guest? Yes, so um, thank you, Maeve and Lily. That was a fantastic introductory to our today's guests and products what we have. And we start first with Urionori uh, from Kuohu uh, Water. Uh, it's the most natural and essential part of our days and lives to have good water and, and that's what our health is based on, in my opinion, in, in many ways. So, so welcome, Urya, and uh, can you tell us about, a bit about um, Kuohu Water's story, where it's coming from, and, and what's so special about Kuohu? Yeah, th thanks for um, having us here, um, en enjoying the uh, the the uh, event. Um, well, um, you know, um, I, I have to repeat a little bit what you said earlier on here, uh, that the the basis uh, for for our our you you know product is is that uh, the Finnish groundwaters are are proven to be the purest in the world. Uh, the UNESCO study was mentioned already, but there's also a European Environmental Agency uh, that has identified Finnish groundwater as being the cleanest in, in, in Europe. So, you know, that, that is sort of uh, the, the basis for, which was obviously, uh, you know, self-evident for all, all of Finns, but it may not have been so uh, obvious for, for other Europeans uh, and, and people around the world. Um, you know, we're currently using only three percent of our water resources, uh, and, uh, and 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 so there's lots of lots of water, uh, and uh, uh, it's all been classified. For example, in the area of Kuohu, it's been classified with a, with an international classification with Class A, uh, which is uh, which is the best one. Um, we we come from a small village in the middle of Finland called Kuohu. And that's where the, the product name comes from. We're, we're surrounded with clear lakes and, and evergreen forests. And, uh, and, and there's even a, a rapid stream running through the village. So it, it's quite, uh, quite, uh, quite a place to, um, to have our water source um, uh, and, and bottling. Um, you know, the area has 230 kilometers of firm bedrock underneath. And, and the bedrock is the key to the uh, incredible purity and, and taste of, of our waters. Um, you know, this is where we bottle our waters now for, for the, uh, you know, uh, selection of, of customers in the future. Can I, I just, because looking into the, the water, it sort of amazed me that actually, you know, in, in Finland, you have these huge supplies of groundwater, but you're actually only using, was it somewhere between one and a half and two and a half percent of, you know, the, the total groundwater. So there's this vast supply. And as I was looking up about um, Kuhu water, 
it sort of amazed me the depth that your groundwater goes to. I mean, it was right down, am I right? It was right down to 200 meters underground that the yes, water is coming yes. from. Yes, you're right. It, it's it, 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 the bedrock, like I, like I said, the bedrock is huge below, uh, which is sort of filtering the water. It's 230 kilometers. Our wells are, like you said, you know, they, they, they are uh, between, say, uh, 50 meters to 200 meters, and, and that's where we, we source the water. Uh, uh, you know, but uh, the, the, the bedrock is the key issue for the purity. On, on top of the, the, uh, the, uh, the fact that, of course, while there's little population, it's, uh, Finland is very, very, uh, uh, you know, the population is very low, population density is very low, and therefore there's very little people and very, very, uh, so it's not subject to any, uh, uh, any issues that may, ha may, may be present in other countries where the population density is very high. So therefore it's easy to, to, uh, uh, to remain with a, with a high, uh, um, uh, high quality waters. Um, uh, one of the other um, wonderful things I saw, you know, not only do you have this natural filtration going on with the water, but your way of processing it and the actual plant is using renewable energy as well. So it kind of completes the cycle of, of natural production. Yeah, it, it, obviously it's very natural for us to, you know, we, we try to protect the purity of, of, of the bottled water and, and we try to uh, protect the waters around us, you know. Uh, uh, we don't allow anything to be filtered, uh, 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 you know, during the production. So it's, it's, uh, it's all natural. There's no filtration whatsoever and, and uh, uh, there's no plastic in our pipelines. Uh, there's no plastic in our, our production lines or in our bottles. So, you know, we, we, uh, there's no microplastic that will taint the water that you will be drinking. And, and in, the, uh, in the end of the day, there's no microplastics ending up, ending up in the oceans, uh, you know, due to the, due, due to the product. So we, we're trying to be very, very cautious about uh, protecting the purity of the waters. Um Presumably, as well, then the bottles—it's it, all bottled at source as well. Yes, yes, it's bottled at the source, and and uh, uh, and and this is what what also gives you uh, the the exclusivity of the water because you know it, it is bottled at the source, and and uh, there is only so much so much uh, uh, you know uh, that you can bottle at the source. So. Uh, it's it, it, it's really a special special uh, speciality product. I can only imagine. I you know, as I was doing a little bit of research, I discovered um, you know a, a a quote from a water sommelier, which was I didn't know there were water sommeliers. It makes complete sense, really. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. having tasted a lot of dodgy water around the world, um, but they. Um, I, that your water was akin to the music of Mozart, which I thought was just a beautiful description of um, the difference that that even the taste of water can have. You know, we we forget because you know when 
living in France and Mallorca in particular, we would have drunk a lot of bottled water because the tap water was extremely hard. And you do really notice the difference in tastes. But, you know, as, as people are becoming more and more health conscious, it's not just about the taste as well. It's about the balance in the water, the balance of the pH, the bicarbonates, the extra minerals you get. And I would presume with your water as well, that balance has is naturally aligned. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is naturally cleansed and flavored by the bedrock. And, and it's enriched by the, uh, you know, the best minerals the earth can, can provide. Uh, you know, it, it results uh, in a uniquely soft taste and a delicate composition. And, and therefore, we think it's, it's just a perfect companion for, for, you know, whining and dining. You know, it's just a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Exactly, and I, I also want to just mention here in between that in the yachting industry, so it's becoming more and more a luxurious thing to have a specific, special waters uh, with your food and palate cleansing uh, waters. And, and uh, water is uh, there in the wine cooler with the wine, and, and the Pohu bottle is really beautifully uh, styled and, and a nice size for for dining, as I think this is what is behind your idea too. So, so it's not just yeah. to take take on the way when you go walking, and um, it's more for for dining tables and lunch tables, and uh, all the bottles are of course glass too. So we don't yeah, we don't bring exactly. any plastics to to the yachts. And, and and on on top of the great taste, you know, we we, we still, uh, we, you know, we believe and we we strive for carbon neutral production, and we only use renewable mat materials in our bottles and packaging. You know, our production is is running on solar and wind power, mm -hmm. and and we we really try to minimize the need for transportation and storage as as much as as we can. Uh, you, we, we ensure that we don't risk the groundwater supplies. The, you know, the water for us, obviously, like, like for everyone, but specifically for us, is it, really precious and worth protecting. Sounds absolutely marvelous. Well, thank you so much. Um, moving on from, from water. So, Vila, can you tell us a bit about um, fava beans? Well, fava beans, it's an, it's an ancient old, old food. It's, you know, older than potato. And uh, it's a very, very sort of positive new and uh, newly upcoming uh, plant here from Finland and also very well known in, in worldwide perspective. And, and we in the, in the bean team are, you know, familiar of using, using the, the fava bean and that, that's the that's the pearl of our products, and really the you know the striving force to boost the boost the good benefits of the of the fava bean. Can I ask? And, has, uh, were fava beans are were they popular as a bean in Finland as a as a bean protein? Yes, yes. Before the potato, the fava bean was the, the you know the only source of protein. Uh, in, in in addition to the you know the, the you know the hunt from the forest, but really it's a it's a old old new food and recently found again and, and 
and that that's why in our company we first you know studied the, the regular p but discovered that it's it's sort of normal and easy to easy to use and so forth and, and then you know discovered the fava bean which is the uh, which is the you know our our uh, source of material and, and source of inspiration and and it, really it is it's quite difficult to we don't like to say process but to make it from from plant to delicious food it's not easy way to to do that so it require it re really requires uh, the know-how and the technique to do that and that's what that's why we have the global patent of you know manufacturing the the bean it fava bean chunks and means and that's perhaps one of the key usps of ours in 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 the market that it's really you of that and re regarding the regarding the product we, we are into taste taste and taste those are the three main main things you know when, when talking about food and as as we have uh, in in today's agenda we have you know uh, the topics of sustainability and and then environmentally uh, good products it's there really in, in the fava bean but uh, we have sort of philosophy that that the first comes the taste and second is the taste and the third is the taste but okay <laughs> okay it, it also I, has to, okay it, I, it also has to be sustainable of course well but, you I, know I, can I just I'd say I do truly understand this because three of my four children are vegetarian now and we have tried any number of you know obviously you know we would have done things with beans and whatever but we've tried any number of different vegetarian protein forms and yes. the big I yes they're high in protein but the biggest factor for many of them is they just don't have the right taste or the right texture to cook with that um exactly it, it really Spot is you on. know you, you want something that's high in protein but you need it to not just be the protein supplement you to really use it um you need it to have that flavor and consistency that you can work with exactly exactly that you know that you eat with the different kind of senses you smell it you have the mouthfeel you have the uh, with your eyes and and you, you need to have all those in, in in good good order to start using the the good food of course the, the you know the health and well-being factors has to be it has, the food must be naturally you know good the, the all the ingredients in, in there uh, has to be in good low fat good carbohydrates and and, and and that kind of issues and the sustainability in the value chains the sourcing the packing how to farm it do you use pesticides and um, is, is it good for the soil because the fava bean is one of the only only plants that finds the nitro in into the soil so it's used also as uh, you know one plant that is used as an replacer of the of the nitrogen what, what in the soil nit nitrogen yes to you know get the good structure for the soil and and, and all that kind of issues and then the, it's natural and it, hey, it's plant-based but it, then then it goes to the sort of uh, how do you choose it and that as you just mentioned if it tastes and looks like a cardboard but it's really <laughs> sustainable you don't like to eat it <laughs> so yeah so 
had the cardboard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's that's the, our philosophy. And, and one very big sort of philosophical aspect in, in our sort of uh, uh, coming up to the protein section is that we are not totally against meat. No, not for sure. We are not against any other food uh, or, 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 you know, lifestyle. We want to offer good solution that tastes good, has the good benefits of, for the health and uh, it's sustainable and so forth. And it's on convenient in the, in the super yachts where the, you know, the, the kitchen, they are in in the high hurry at the moment, and there is the urgency to offer good food, good tasting food that has has the sort of positive impact for the mind and the body, but it has to taste good. And it mm. has to be convenient for the chefs that they can prepare delicious servings and this delicious dinners. And 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 when when they search for alternatives for the for the good, uh, good protein sources. I, I, in my opinion, and, and I hope that the bean it is is one of uh, in in the top of their minds in the near future. Well, I think uh, that's one of the benefits for yacht chefs because, as you know, a galley is a very small space, and their storage is space is is limited, and mm -hmm. so provisioning and and careful provisioning is very important. And one of the benefits in your product is it does have a shelf life of about eight months. Yes, in ambient temperature. And it's, it's, it's ready to use. So you just open the back and it's, it's there. You can start eating from there. But of course, professionals add the flavors and, you know, do some roasting or frying uh, okay. and, and what, what else. But, you know, the base is there. And it comes as forms of either mince or Chunks, chunks that chunks, can yes, be exactly. fried or baked or marinated. Yes, roasted. Exactly. So, so that that's why that you know we we like to uh, divide our our benefits in, in different kind of levels. Because the first first one, of course, is that that the, the professionals, the chefs, can prepare delicious dinners from from the material. So it's versatile product. You can use it in different kind of dishes. That's the basic thing that there is an opportunity for you to make good dinners for the for the staff or for the customers in, in, in the super yachts. And 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 addition to that, the gate one is that it's it's sustainable. You can trust on that. We know the farmers who you know farm the fava bean and we source from them. And then we produce it as, as little as possible because there's only few ingredients in our product. There is pure Finnish water, as mentioned earlier in the in the program, and then there is this pea protein, fava bean, and little rapeseed oil. No e codes, no artificial ingredients. It's pure, well, really. No worries about soy or gluten or lactose. No, no, al no allergens. Nothing like that. No, it's it's gluten free, soy free, GMO free but not free from taste and good structure. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Well, point here in between to, to, to everybody that it's really been a nice, nice new product range for many of the chefs. This industry is going a lot vegan and also wants to know where the food is coming from. Um, Bean it itself is very versatile, as, as uh, Villa was saying. And also one thing, I'm not vegetarian myself or vegan, but um, I have a lot of friends who 
follow those diets and they've been also trying it. And they said some people have a bit of a problem with soya with their stomachs and, uh, and this hasn't had any of those. So it's easy to digest, which is also sometimes a problem with, with, um, with uh, vegetarian protein. So, so that's another good point of, uh, of being it. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's good for the chefs because it's easy to use. Uh, as as it suits for many many of of the, the of the crew and and for the customers, so you you don't have to uh, well the the space in the galley is, is limited, so it's good that you have a one one solution that fits for almost all the purposes, and and right. and that's why it's it's very convenient, you know, plant based protein to use in the in the. I'm, super I'm completely sold. <laughs> Skip the super yachts. I, I, I will I mean, happily bring it into my kitchen. <laughs> yes, you have to have the samples and you know prepare some some for yourself and your family. Yes, I will most definitely. I, I definitely will. Well, thank you so much, Vila. Um, thank you. We are moving from uh, the fava bean plant to a another product which also has a very interesting plant story behind it. Um, Tita, our next guest with Soulmate. Well, yes. Um, welcome, Ansila Tenoya from Soulmate. Uh, Soulmate is a very interesting new energy drink. And, um, and Ansi will tell you more about the background, what it's uh, made of and how it should be used. So, Ansi, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be in uh, good company here. I think we could begin almost 15 years ago. I was an ambassador of Pepsi, as my background is in music and entertainment. And uh, that led to a different deal with uh, Carlsberg and, uh, and, uh, and the gaining of insight into the business of beverages and how these combine with... Uh, the elements that are used by major brands all around the world, entertainment and music, basically. Uh, and um, many years after, it, uh, the greatest reward arrived as an idea. And um, the idea of a new type of brand and also uh, combining this with the mate, Yerba Mate, uh, understanding two very different businesses that have common elements the music business and the uh, the beverages business. Uh, then, um, after the division for a brand came, then it was really the what's the actual product and what's different about it. So it was really uh, I had been for years uh, an evangelist for mate. Uh, it started uh, when I was a teenager uh, and um, studying high school. I didn't like coffee, but there was intensive studying going on. So, and, and back then we didn't really have the traditional energy drinks. So that category had, had yet to be invented. So, uh, so what it was, it was basically tea. And, uh, and I found Yerba Mate that way and uh, realized that it's a, it's a kind of a peculiar plant because it has the, uh, the natural caffeine the, the energy component, but at the same time, it has the, uh, the, the, the goodies, so to speak. So you have all the antioxidants and things like that. And uh, so uh, it was many can years I, back. Can I just that. ask, 
uh, the the plant itself i mean it where does it come from is it a little bit like you know the cocoa bean or plants that have been there for a long time but just hadn't been adapted in to the food and drink industry yeah that's a good question it comes from uh south america uh and in uh in uh uh, certain countries, it's bigger than than coffee or anything like that. It's kind of like a national drink, for example, Argentina. And it's been used for centuries as a natural stimulant. It's packed with uh, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and uh, any boosts, energy, mood, and cognitive functions. Uh, and uh, kind of an unofficial one sentence that puts it into its right place is that it, it has the strength of coffee the euphoria of chocolate and, and the health benefits of tea. That's kind of, what is it? Because a lot of people in Finland don't know what it is. What is it? So you, you, you kind of wrap it up into that sentence. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And, uh, and we realized that it has the, it's not like a fad. It actually has a solid base. And, uh, and as far as the, the brand component comes, it, it has social elements a very strong social element. Now, I don't know how Corona might have disrupted that, but prior <laughs> to Corona, you have this, you know, let's say that you're hosting a party and you have your good friends coming over. You have this, the way it's actually used is you have like this kabasa. Uh, um, you put it in there, the, the mate, and, and it rotates. You pass it to your friend who passes it to a friend and then it comes back to you. So it has a very... Uh, it's called uh, the drink of friendship. So it has a very social element and that we wanted to incorporate into the brand. It's been a fun journey. Wow, what a great story. And I'm thinking in, in a country where they have one of the top coffee drinkers as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, you know, but I, I think that, you know, the energy drinks are um, very often when we think of energy drinks, we think of sugar loaded and particularly over the past two decades, caffeine loaded. I mean, I never got into Red Bull, but I think to um, however we want to be healthier, we still need caffeine, not need caffeine. Many people still desire caffeine as a stimulant. But as you know, coffee is not necessarily the best to drink for you. So to have something that wraps up that desire for caffeine but with nutritional benefits. And also I, on the sugar side, your drinks are sweetened with fruit as well, aren't they? Yes, uh, we started with uh, uh, the, the first product that came out was uh, lime mint. And what we did, mm -hmm. we, uh, we started by reducing sugar because we basically, we have two different routes. You have the artificial sweeteners mm -hmm. and then you have the, the kind of more natural route with the sugars. But then again, people want to avoid sugar and also it's the amount of sugar and then the quality of sugar. So mm. we started by reducing the sugar and then we came up with uh, more products that uh, had a, a sweetening innovation. So it's a hundred percent natural sweetening from fruit, uh, ginger, lemon, and passion guava where the, the second we have three products in the market right now. Um, and, and you're right. It's, it's really um, later on when we, we return back to the uh, the high school example. So later on, uh, the studies continued, and uh, and it was actually an economics class 
where I have to credit the teacher for, uh, for really uh, putting strain in the class that I had to learn to drink coffee because uh, the teacher was really, was making it very hard to stay focused in that class. And, the, and when there was a break, it was a big line and everybody's just lining up for a coffee or whatever, boosting your uh, mood so that you can carry through the lesson. And, um, and it was basically uh, after that, I was doing some night studies and, and, and I couldn't really, my stomach couldn't take the coffee. And I, and I kind of didn't feel that it was the, 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 the right, uh, you know, applicable for me. So then the mate kind of returned. And uh, so I got, I made myself a big cup of mate uh, in the evening. And, uh, and then I was rolling in my bed. It was like 3.30 in the morning. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty effective, but it <laughs> needs to be, uh, I need to do this a little earlier, not against the night. So, <laughs> so once I had the idea of the division of the brand and then realizing that the, the need for energy, it's, it's dabbers. Uh, and we understand that globally, it's the, the need for energy is not going to decrease, uh, but the, how it's offered, how it's consumed, the, the global health, health trend poses a challenge for the traditional energy drinks. And, and, and that was also for me that I, wanted, I didn't want to uh, consume those. So back then uh, in Finland, at least to our knowledge, there were no mate drinks. And, uh, and when we researched uh, globally, there was not a prominent market leader there. So, so then the proposition came that what if it's not just energy, what if it's wellness and energy combined and you can have both in a, in a, in, in a, in a drink that is uh, inspiring and, uh, and, and you feel good drinking it. And that's how the, uh, the somate was then, uh, then uh, created. Well, you yeah. sold me on chocolate coffee and tea combined into one. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> Good. Good. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. I need to say that uh, the samples we've been uh, delivering to the yachts now. So, uh, the, of course, we don't have feedback from, from the end users as the clients yet, but uh, the crew being uh, very happy with, with Soulmate. So, I'm glad to hear that. And I also like it myself personally. You will taste it in, in Monaco then uh, May. Um, I'm so looking forward to Monaco because I get to catch up with all these lovely things I'm hearing about at the moment. It um, sounds like it's going to be a blast. It, it will be a blast. And that concludes the first half of our Food from Finland show. Thank you so much to our guests. Thank you, Lily from Business Finland to discover why Finnish food is one of the healthiest and most natural in the world. The incredible artisanal waters with Kuhu. Soulmate, what a fantastic combination in a drink, coffee, chocolate, tea, all wrapped up with natural sweeteners. And of course, bean it fava beans giving such high protein and choice to vegetarians and vegans on board so stick with us after some news and music we will be right back with you and we'll be diving into superfoods both through chocolate and arctic warriors uh, lexi oil and 
Okio Otis. More coming up after the break. Does provisioning make you moody? Well, look no further than Super Yacht Foodie. We source and test the finest food and drink, so when you order, you don't have to think. Check out the Super Yacht Foodie Instagram feed if gourmet inspiration is what you need. We don't sell the products directly to you. We work with all the provisioners you already knew. Contact your favorite provisioner or agents if you want the finest ingredients sent. We will connect you with the suppliers directly who will fulfill your orders 100% correctly. Email info at superyachtfoodie.com if you want to know where the best ingredients are from. Follow Super Yacht Foodie on Insta and Facebook and tag us to share the exquisite meals you cook. Super Yacht Foodie, rediscover your passion for provisioning. This is Super Yacht Radio.